And welcome back to WFUQU307 on the FUQU clock. I had an opportunity to talk to some people out on the street about the news that the Commercial Break podcast has moved to three days a week and no longer two days a week. Here's local resident Jim Drangle on the news. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street and there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Then we'll figure out what to do about the depression and the inflation and the oil crisis. But first, get up out of your chairs, open the window, stick your head out and yell, and say, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Well, from this reporter's angle, sounds like a great decision all round. We'll be back after this commercial break. On this episode of the commercial break. Where I'm going with this is, you know, they it cracked my neck and it felt really good. Yeah. I was scared, but then it felt yes. good. And back then, there weren't chiropractic work wasn't a thing a lot of people did mm-hmm. or heard of. I'm sure it's been around for a while. Yeah. But then when I went to the next restaurant, when I got into like the fine dining restaurant, then we would get this parade of chiropractic students who would come in and work as oh, waiters and waitresses. Oh, it was near waitresses. the college. Yes. Got it. And yeah. these motherfuckers were the craziest human beings I have ever <laughs> met in my entire life. We're talking like smoke meth, get naked, fuck hard. <laughs> well, I, I took the time to read it because now Good. I'm really interested because mm-hmm. it's a news story. Yeah. You know. Maybe he, you think it was... <laughs> I don't know where that came from. How is it? <laughs> that was a well placed laugh there. Thank you, audience. <laughs> it's our audience going, we're out of here. <laughs> it's our audience going, get back to the Crystal Mess story. Don't give a right. shit about Spotify. Exactly. <laughs> Tell me what you guys do. Here's what we do right here call tracking. Okay? Reputation management. Okay. <laughs> Reputation management. You see how great? Look how great these guys are doing. <laughs> <laughs> Reputation management, aka <laughs> another five hundred dollars you're never gonna see. <laughs> I also have been in this business for ten years. Yes. <laughs> SEO, two thousand dollars for me to submit your website to a director. You're gonna be flush with reservations. <laughs> The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now.
That's a horrible Fat Albert. Yes, yeah, I didn't know who that Albert. was, actually. It's not Fat Albert. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I still got this fucking paper cut from the other day. Oh. Anyway, uh, welcome to another episode of the Commercial Break. I'm Brian Green. This is my cohort, Chrissy Hoadley, and... Best to you. Best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Another episode of the Commercial Break. You know where you are. You know how you do it. Thank you very much for listening. We certainly appreciate it. Let's get right into it. I am really pleased with these new studio chairs here. Oh, my gosh. I love them. How are you feeling about them? Yeah? Yeah. 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 In fact, I... uh, Got them from one of those fancy places. Yeah, they're very ergonomic. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. That's a big word you use. Hey, hey, hey. Ah. Speaking of, I went to the chiropractor. You went yesterday. to the chiropractor, did yes. you? Yes. Yeah, I was just about to say these chairs really help my back because I feel like when I was twisted up against More a aligned. straight back, yeah, you're, I can actually move my body. So there's swivel chairs now for those yes. of you listening. Swivel chairs. Uh, so, oh, you went to the chiropractor, huh? Yeah. You decided to get back on that train? I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a train you won't get off of. No. We're going to keep you on there, <laughs> keep you coming. We're going to get me all lined up. Correctly. Yeah. What, so, yeah, what, so what'd they say? They said, yeah, my hip is kind of tilted up yeah. on one side, so we're going to work on getting everything in mm-hmm. alignment in the same way. And then they did a little net, neck work, too. You and Jeff so. been having shou- shower sex? <laughs> it's too that, much of that. Yeah, that one leg Yeah, that one up. leg. I think it might be the way I sleep, because I'm a side sleeper. Oh. And I kind of like... You kind of kick your kick hip out? Le- yeah, do you put a pillow hip. in between your legs? I should. He told me I should. Yeah, I do yeah. that. I've been doing that for years. Yeah. And I actually put a pillow under my... If I'm sleeping, I usually sleep just with my head up because yeah. I'm usually watching TV with my special blue pillow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my special right. blue phone pillow. <laughs> phone holder. Uh, you know you're ridiculous when you have a phone holder for your... For your, for your uh, bed. Yeah, for your bed. <laughs> but when you have small children, you can't turn on the big TV because then it gets noisy. Anyway, so I put this pillow underneath my, my knees. Yes. So it kind of lifts my legs up oh, a little good. bit. Decompress. Presses. But you know, those chiropractors, they will fucking get you and yeah. they'll just keep on going. Now, I, I believe in chiropractic tree. I do too. Is it chiropractic tree? How do we yeah. say Yeah. Chiropractic work? Chi- yeah. The, the, the chiropractic profession? The Whatever. <laughs> chiropractor. You know how it goes. Yes. So those chiropractors, they you come in the door. Well, there's some that are not good. So, but then there's well, yeah, others there's, that are good. Yeah, but there's yeah. regular doctors who aren't good either, True. right? And, True. and now I've always felt that I've, I have real back problems, right? Real yes. legit back problems. When my back is actually hurting due to my back problem, yeah. I don't go to the chiropractor right. because I fear that they're going to make it worse mm-hmm. with the best of intentions. Yeah. But when I go there, when I'm when I'm just looking for like regular maintenance to mm-hmm. kind of keep it loose, you know, it usually works. I'm okay. I, th- yeah. I feel like at least I'm getting some benefit out of it. But every fucking okay. chiropractor is the same. You walk in the office and it's like, eh, uh, no problem. Gonna fix you right up. Look at that. I want you to walk back and forth. Walk one way this way and then come back this way. You're you're about a foot off. I don't know if yeah. you noticed, but yeah. your left leg is about six and a half feet off the ground. And you're, you're literally walking on one foot. So what we're going to do is let's take 6,000 x-rays. Of every part of your body, and then I always feel like yeah. my penis is always involved in the x-ray, <laughs> and I always feel like the you just want to see uh, my penis. Yeah. That's how I he feel. He didn't do the x-rays. You didn't he, do the he, x-rays? He, they were there, and they were available, but he said, you know, I think... I don't think we need them. Let but, me let's work, let's work on things for a little while. I think I know exactly... I was very descriptive about what was wrong, so... Mm. He uh, zeroed in. Did he get up on you and crack that back? He got up on it, yeah. It's the part you got to get used to, too. So when I started going to chiropractor, like, in my late 20s, you know, I when I worked at the Chili's, the famed Chili's, (laughs) 
and and Chili's, and then I had my neck cracked for the first time by someone yeah. who was studying to be a chiropractor. Because here in Atlanta, we have Life College, which right. is one of the few legitimate mm-hmm. chiropractic schools here in the country. Yes. And now, so you know, it's it's not it's a science, certainly. I feel like, but it's not like they don't they then they do a lot of schooling. It's not a medical degree, right? You don't have mm-hmm. a DR in front of your name. You you they oftentimes are referred to you as doctors. Have an MD. Yeah, you don't have an MD. Yeah, that's 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 more appropriate. Thank you, Hodley. <laughs> Thank you for all of our friends who are chiropractors are thinking Hodley and going, "Where's Brian going with this?" Where I'm going with this is, you know, they it cracked my neck and it felt really good. Yeah. I was scared, but then it felt yes. good. And back then, there weren't chiropractic work wasn't a thing a lot of people did mm-hmm. or heard of. I'm sure it's been around for a while. Yeah. It has. But then when I went to the next restaurant, when I got into like the fine dining restaurant, then we would get this parade of chiropractic students who. Would would come in and work as oh, waiters it was and near waitresses. the college. Yes. Got it. And yep. these motherfuckers were the craziest human beings I have ever <laughs> met in my entire life. We're talking like smoke meth, get naked, fuck hard. And I just, I mean, it just might have been these group of might chiropractic students. Yeah, the ones that were boozing it up at your establishment. <laughs> they, yes. There's a clue. They were, yeah, they were boozing it up at my establishment. And then I got invited to a few parties. And I've never been to parties as wild as I went when I went with chiropractors. They literally, there was this they couple. They were in college. It was their college years. You notice they're all buff? Yeah, the college years. They're 32. You notice they're all buff, they too? Are, like they're yeah. all working out? Uh-huh. And I guess that's just to kind of like maintain this. I guess you have to buy into it a certain degree that, you know, your body is yes. telling you things. And so and so they're all buff. Mm-hmm. Even the girls are buff. And some of the, you know, some of these girls were really attracted. There were two girls in particular. They both had boyfriends. One of the boyfriends worked at the restaurant. One did not. Uh-huh. I got invited to like a pool party. Went to the pool party. <laughs> I noticed everybody was boozing a little hard, but I was like, oh, okay, you know, I can handle, I can hang here. Yeah. When, <laughs> you know about boozing in pools. I got that. You know, you even, you know, throw a gram in there and I'm cool. <laughs> When we got back to the house, to their apartment, after the sun was, you know, after it got a little late and everyone was a little saucy, yeah. we got back to their house and all of a sudden there's a crystal meth pipe being passed oh. around and the girls... Things really took a turn. <laughs> and the girls are getting naked because it's a, now all of a sudden it turned into a swinger party. Whoa. So like, so it went from zero to a thousand in like 10 seconds and I was not prepared at all for what was going no. on. First of all, I'm not going to hit the Who meth is? pipe. That's not for yeah, me, right? Yeah, I was like, hey, you know, was, you got any blow? I'm good for now. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't like that kind of speed. Do you have another kind of speed I can do? I've got I've like moral indifference. Right. No, 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 no. Crystal no. meth is above me. Can I you have any cocaine I can smoke? Right. I'm, 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 here to, I'm here to let you know. So this party got fucking buck wild in 2.2 seconds. And I didn't really know what to do. I was kind of like, I mean, I knew what to do, but I didn't know if I wanted to I'm participate. Kind of like, oh, my God. It like was insane. Like it's a 360 degree <laughs> view. Of, yeah, you, yeah. Just imagine a room where, every, where everyone's in their bathing suit one minute. And then people just like there's probably 10. 10 people, right? And then people just kind of rotate in and out of the room. And then all of a sudden, you know, one girl's got a meth pipe that she comes out of the kitchen with. And she's like, you know, smoking a bubbler full of meth. with ice. And I'm like, what? Oh, you smoking some weed? And she's like, no, honey. No, no, no. This isn't weed. It was a weird looking pipe. And I was like, oh. Did you tell him about Brian's ass? I did. I told him, you want some Brian ass? I'm ready to blow. I got some puff puffs on standby. This shit's free. <laughs> when you party with me, your shit is for free. That's what I said. Don't you worry. Oh. <laughs> so now the meth pipe. Mm-hmm. And then the girl that I worked with all of a sudden comes out topless. <laughs> and I was. I in, haven't seen you in that outfit. Yeah. I was like, wow. 
That's that's better than the waiter <laughs> outfit you exactly. usually wear. The button up waiter <laughs> right. shirt with a long apron. <laughs> And like now they're hitting the crystal meth pipe. Now the next girl gets her top. I mean, it just went crazy. It went like a buck wild. And I was, there was another, I think there was another guy there with me who I, I worked with and we both were just observing what was going on, (laughs) but there was certainly questions, you know, you want to part, Hey Brian, come over here. You know, no, 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 no. I'm good. good. That's way, that's above my prey, Gary captain. (laughs) I don't think I'm going to be able to participate in that one. And then, you know, 30 years later I go, Oh, why didn't I participate in that one? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) <laughs> that was like a freebie. Yeah. I didn't even have to work for it. It was just there. Right. It just happened. You were yeah. seeking it out. It just came to you. That's right. So <laughs> me and my friend eventually left and, you know, called a cab and then ordered some cocaine and went to the right. store. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, right. it's, you know, eventually, like, I mean, within, I'd probably say if maybe I'm guessing we were there 30 minutes to an hour. It went from zero to a thousand. I mean, like zero to a thousand were like now guys were getting naked. Ah. Hand jobs were beginning given and blow it jobs. It was a full blown like porn yeah, scene. That it was getting to the uh, <laughs> porn level. Yeah. And I couldn't believe that it was so open. That was my it was open. This girl I'd work with for that like a year. That was flattering that they brought you into their It circle. was. Hey, you know who looks like a deviant? <laughs> That kid behind the bar. What was he in? 33P or something? Yeah, I bet. He was in a van. Yeah, I he's bet he's good. got a young cock. Right. Can suck. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> One guy's poking the other guy's asshole. I was like, I'm out of here. Okay. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. I was like, well, I'll see you on Monday at work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> good to talk to you. Uh, and that's it went that far. Like mm-hmm. it was a it, there was porn literally going on yeah. and crystal meth being smoked. And I just it was too intense for me. Sure. Yeah. Like I'm I'm a crazy guy. And in my 20s, I was a really crazy guy. But there there was a line which I just felt uncomfortable with. Uh, I was scared. Yeah. You're still at that age where you're scared <laughs> of pussy. <laughs> And I was. I was scared of pussy. I was like, I don't even know what I would do with that if I, like, now I have to perform in front of 10 other people who are smoking meth. And I am afraid that guy's going to start poking me in the asshole. Not that there's anything wrong with that if you're into it, but I just, I hadn't smoked any meth. So I wasn't in that asshole poking kind of like mood. Mind frame. Yeah. You know, you know how it goes. (laughs) Oh, Spotify's going to put a content warning on this one. Here's a, here's the craziest thing. Following up on Joe, our Joe Rogan conversation. Uh, from earlier episode, Megaphone, who is our host, is owned by Spotify, okay. was bought by, purchased by Spotify last year. N- when I went to go upload our most recent episode, there was a big red banner on top and it said, have you read the Spotify rules? Mm. If not, please click here and familiarize yourself. And so I clicked and it was this whole page about what we could and couldn't do according to them on the podcast or that we may have a content warning put on our show, which I just assumed they would have done a long time ago. Like we talk about some, I mean, there's nothing we don't talk about, but we're not hate speech or anything like that. And that, uh, and that we may be kicked off the platform. Should we go to certain places with our content inciting violence, um, you know, uh, talking about certain races, sexes, creeds, colors, stuff like that in a way that would, uh, provoke violence stuff it's stuff that just makes mm-hmm. common fucking sense sure. right you can't get on spotify and just openly call for you know mass casualty events right, right. and so uh but i just wanted to follow up on that that the day okay. after yeah, joe made that that, that kind of contrite statement on twitter they 
are now telling all of their podcasters, if you want to upload something to, to Spotify on their system mm-hmm. in their network, you got to read these rules. And I said to myself, well, there's those long lost <laughs> rules they all of a sudden are talking about. I know. Is it like the Apple, you know, when you get a new phone and you're just like, agree, agree. Yeah, agree, <laughs> click, agree, agree. Click, accept, accept. Well, I, I took the time to read it because now Good. I'm really interested because mm-hmm. it's a news story. Yeah. You know, maybe he, you think it was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. How is it? That was a well placed laugh there. Thank you, audience. It's our audience going. We're out of here. It's our audience going. Get back to the Crystal Mess story. Don't give a shit right, about Spotify. Exactly. <laughs> I want to hear more about boobs and math. Well, let me put a cap on that. The I think we told this story many episodes ago about how I got invited to a swingers party. Yes, this is actually one of our most popular it was YouTube a swinger videos. Club, swinger, right? Well, it was a club that turned into a swingers yes. club for the night. They yes. rented it out, and I knew the guy <laughs> who was the party promoter, and he invited me next. We were working right. dual clubs, right? One right next to the other. Uh-huh. He invited me over to his club without giving me fair warning about what I was walking into, which was a swingers fucking party where everybody was naked and girls were getting eaten out on the bar. The crazy thing, the kind of wrapping this all around is that this is four years, let's call it four or five years after this incident at the pool, this swinger party happened. And at that swinger party, I recognize this. I recognize this girl. I recognize this girl. There she is. That's the girl whose apartment had this porn scene going on. And she was there. And she explained to me, you know, in the brief conversation I had to her that this was uh, promoted heavily on inside of life college. Like this was a thing that people were kind of into. Yeah. You know? Uh, So if you're, I'm not saying, (laughs) listen, this is a a small group of segment of chiropractors. I'm not saying this is how all chiropractors act. I'm saying this is how most of them act. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. We've got some friends that are chiropractors, wonderful human beings. Um, Yeah. Wonderful human beings. Now they're, I'm sure that I'm going to, let me check. (laughs) Let me check my text messages after this one. Elon Musk. Yes. Is pissed off. Yes, he is. And I just learned about this Uh because his plane is being tracked. That's right. I read about it, too. By some like 19-year-old kid kid, who's in, you know, college. He's trying to make his way through college. And so he just he's a plane enthusiast. He wants to be a pilot or he's a pilot. I don't know. So he decides he is going to take publicly available information, which is the call letters of your airplane, uh, which is usually a set, a couple of numbers. And you then, know about this. I you do. Some lessons. Yeah, and, yeah. There's some lessons. <laughs> <laughs> and, and thank God for the friendly skies. I didn't complete those lessons because I'm afraid of heights and I'm not a very good pilot. Um, but I did. And so I know that. Anytime that you get in, most times when you get into an airplane, you turn on a tracking device so that in case you get in in any trouble, uh, they know. They know. First of all, second of all, they know where you're at. Mm -hmm. Their traffic controllers have a very important responsibility, and that is to keep one plane out out from the inside of another plane. Yes. Right? That's why almost never do you hear about two planes colliding is because we have this air traffic control system that runs throughout the entire country. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are air traffic control towers in the middle of fucking nowhere that are guiding planes in this highway in the sky, so to speak. It is the highway in the sky. That's what it is. So when you fly a private plane, a private jet like Elon does, of yeah. course you're having a tracker on there because it's a jet. And so if it's a jet, it's almost like kind of a given that you're, you have a tracker on there and you want to fly fast, you want to fly high so you can get there as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. That is one of the, you, there are recreational planes that you just 
kind of let the air traffic controller know where you are. You mm-hmm. have your corresponder is off, but that doesn't, or you don't have one. That doesn't happen very often, not in 2022. Right. So this kid found the call sign for yes. Elon Musk, Drake, and other planes. The, uh, Bill Gates, uh, yeah. Bezos. That's Bezos. right. Yeah. So he gets on FlightAware, which is a website anybody can go to, and you can look up the call sign of an airplane and find out where it is, where it was, where it's going, because all of that is publicly av- available information. Exactly. It gets tracked. Of course it fuck does, right? So, so he's publishing it now. He's publishing it on a website. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's. You want to find out where Elon is now? Yeah. Let's look. What's it, what's today's date? Today? Today is February. Well, no, no, no. Don't, don't say it all. Yeah. Okay. So it's February something. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Three hours ago. Uh, Elon's Musk is take Elon Musk jet is taking off from Hawthorne, California. Uh, which is, I'm assuming, where the Tesla plant is. Now it's before it landed in Hawthorne. Now it goes to Austin. What I noticed is it's in and around Austin, Texas, and Brownsville a lot because I think that's where he lives. Yeah, and he just well, he just moved his I think the headquarters to Austin. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he wants to be closer to Joe Rogan. <laughs> it's Joe Rogan's his only friend. Okay. Joe Rogan's the only guy who understands him. <laughs> Here's some weed and a shot of vodka. Talk to yeah. me. I mean, Elon is a strange guy. You know, he he's is. a strange guy. Genius, no doubt. He's a strange guy. Love him or hate him, uh, he's a genius. Yeah, I mean, he's very much. Thinks so. big. Mm-hmm. Takes incredible risks. I mean, Tesla is one of the biggest risks any human being has ever taken with corporate dollars and a lot of other people's money and billions and billions and billions of dollars. And I don't even think still to this day they're turning a profit. (laughs) I think they just keep building cars, hoping that one day that they're going to, but people keep pouring money into that fucking. People love their Teslas. People love their, they're beautiful cars. They are. They really are. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to, you know, I like the experience of driving. I don't know that I want to give that up. The autonomous cars, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I like being autonomous myself, but I don't Mm -hmm. know that I want to drive a car. I like having a driver. I know you do. <laughs> Chrissy hates driving. <laughs> Chrissy hates driving. That's why one time she gave I, me her I, car I, for four weeks. <laughs> She's like, here, take my car home from Bonnaroo in the middle of the night after 22 Bud Lights yes, and someone spiked yeah, my fucking like, drink. Here's yeah. the keys. <laughs> I'll, I'll catch you when I get I know. back. I kept calling her like, hey, I have your car. And she's like, oh, really? Huh. Okay. Well. Maybe we'll get together tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, it's your car. You don't have another one. I don't worry about it. <laughs> it's necessary, you know. Uh, but, I, you know, Atlanta traffic drives me crazy, though, too. I know it does. And it's, there's so much construction and so many people doing stupid things. You don't like that. Do you And you get nervous around the trucks. Mm-hmm. That's not that's, that's but, the well, thing. Well, the trucks with the stuff that's in the back that's <laughs> not tied down. Well, I mean, that's Sofas how trucks are work. flying out yeah, of the back true. and yeah. tools and whatever. No, I can't. Ladders. Be. Ladders. Ladders. That can go straight into your windshield. Hey, well, listen, not, not to mention, wait, who doesn't tie down a fucking ladder? I, I've seen it. I've seen stuff fly out too much to Astrid and I are it. driving home from South Carolina the other day, mm-hmm. middle of the afternoon. And we are going 100 miles per hour down 985 because that's exactly how fast you go. You have to go. That's how fast you have to go or people are going to get pissed off at you, right? So we're going about 90, maybe not 100, but 90. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, the people in the right lane are swerving over into the left lane. And I mean fast. And it's happening quick and I'm right up on it. So luckily I'm paying attention. I swerve off into the median, um, the the road median, not the grass median, but I swerve off into the the road median Mm -hmm. and a a huge gas grill is in the middle of the 
right hand oh lane. My God. And there's a guy parked about a quarter of a mile down, you know, scratching his head. Right. Like, how do I get to that? Now? And it's like, dude, when yeah. you have a gas fucking grill in the back of your truck, don't drive 100 miles per hour down 985. No. And, you know, I've my little brother and I did this one time. We put a gas grill in the back of his truck and we lost it on the highway. Oh my God. You because were one of those. We were one of those. Well, we thought it was secure. You're right. You think it's secure, but it's yeah. not. But I just told Danny to keep driving. I'm like, ah, fuck it. I don't need it. <laughs> I don't want to bother. How do you pick a gas grill up off no, a highway when you're going know. 100 miles per hour? Yeah. How do you do tough. that? And that's the concern I have about a Tesla. With a, Now, they say you're supposed to keep your hands on the wheel at all times, like be paying attention. But the, we are human beings. We're not going to pay a fu- we're not going to pay a fucking attention when something else right. is driving. All it takes is five hours of autonomous driving and you're 100 percent comfortable that these things are making the right decisions yeah. on your behalf. Am I right? Yes, yeah. exactly. I mean, you know, I do the same thing with human beings. I, yeah. I trust my doctor within 10 minutes. If I walk into the emergency room and have a broken leg and they have to do surgery, I'm going to be like, well, he's yeah. got a white coat. He knows. Well, he's smoking a meth pipe with his top off. That's free time. I know. They're trusting these chiropractors. <laughs> But Elon, you know, I think. Well, the- he offered the kid uh, five grand, apparently, to take it down. Come on, Elon. And the guy was like, yeah, what about 50? That guy makes- That'll help me pay for my college. And besides, this is all free information. And Elon was like, nope. Never mind. Well, he pulled the five thousand. What a cheap bastard! I mean, what a cheap bastard! <laughs> well, one thing I thought was very interesting was the kid said that Drake's plane was the most interesting because oh, I'm it's sure the that it largest is. one. It's the largest plane. It's the largest, but bigger than Elon's, bigger than Bill Gates, bigger than Bezos. It's really crazy. It's a seven forty-seven. I, I had yeah. to link then to the story to just see about Drake's plane. How? And I think it's like it was like a hundred over a hundred million dollars. For this plane. Oh, then he's fl- he's not flying a like a private plane. <laughs> he's huge. flying a, an actual like carrier jet. It's huge, like a Donald Trump type thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's when you know you're fucking rich. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's too. when you know you're fucking <laughs> I was rich. Like, wow. I wish you got that much money. To yeah. Buy that plane just to spend on the plane. Do you know how much it would and cost? the maintenance? The maintenance alone and the staff. And the staff? Yeah. Well, usually what these guys do is they they rent it out when they're not using it. Okay. So they use it for charter because you know those planes they're built to just keep going. I mean, think about mm-hmm. a plane that you take anywhere or wherever, you know, yep. Atlanta to Miami. That thing is going to Atlanta to Miami almost 24 hours a day for years, mm-hmm. except to get out for regular maintenance. That's what they're built for. They're built to never stop flying. Yeah. Tens of thousands of hours they put on these things. So when you have a, when you're Drake and you're flying, even if you're flying once a week, twice a week, three times a week, mm-hmm. that plane is meant to be flying every 15 minutes somewhere else. So and other people are renting Yeah, so you rent plane. it out. That's okay. right. Yeah. I mean, if I was, if I was that rich, if we, let's say- Let's just make an assumption. Let's go in on a plane together. Let's Brian. go in on a plane together. That's what I'm <laughs> yes, saying. Or one of those like gold elite jet, you know, super jet packages. packages. Yeah, yes. You spend, you know, you drop 25 yeah. grand a month uh-huh. and that gets you, you know, a flight from here <laughs> to Savannah right. <laughs> every three months. <laughs> I one time I've flown private. I know. Before. I have too. With a friend who had one of those memberships mm-hmm. and she lived in New York. She could afford it. Her company paid for it. It was a whole thing. Right. And so on a few trips that I went on, she put me on these private charters. Now, it's a private charter. So it, it, you're not by yourself. It's not like I'm flying in a jet by okay. myself to New York. There are other people that are going with you and you have a membership card and you say, I want to fly to New York and they say, okay, well, we have seven other people that are going at eight o'clock. Can okay. you go then? Right. Yeah. So that's how it works. <clears throat> and if, and sometimes people are on the planes and sometimes they're not. Well, each time 
there was someone on the plane. But I'm telling you what, this is the fucking way to go. Yes, it is. Flying private yes, is the way to go. I mean, it's, it's just so beautiful. Nice. It's so yeah, nice. Yeah, you don't bothered by anybody. No, Every, there's like at the you, TSA, you have your it's own just, airport check-in area. Like yeah. if you don't go through the main no, stuff. No, they don't you, bother you. Yes. They just say, hi, Mr. They know your name. Yep. Hi, Mr. Green. And yep. they say hi. And they say, congratulations <laughs> on the chart rankings. And I said, yeah, thanks very much. You know, I don't want to make a big stink about it or anything. So right. you can keep it down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Number 14. <laughs> uh, and, you know, let's make the assumption that you and I, we we go to the top of the very top. Number one comedy. Number one comedy. Months in a row. Yes. And Spootify comes a knocking or Clear Changle or whoever, uh-huh. right? They yeah. come. <laughs> Clear Changle. Mr. Green. <laughs> That's me. It's me, Mr. Spootify. Indeed. Come in, Mr. Spootify. Thank you, sir. Would you like a Are glass you solving of- a mystery? I'm, yes, I am. Solving a mystery. How much money will it take for you to come over to Spootify exclusively? Uh, well, we're doing pretty well over here now as, as it is. We're, I think we're clocking in 2 to $7 a day. So let me run my math calculator real quick. <laughs> Let's say you offer us a $1,000 advance and uh, $300 a year. Mm-hmm. That me think. I've run the numbers, Mr. Green, and we've decided to give you three times what Joe Rogan is because your value to our company is clearly that much. All 72 listeners are going to come. All 73 listeners, sir. <laughs> Let me give you a $500 million advance right now. I like it. Thank you. This is on our vision board. It's on our vision board. Mm-hmm. This is what we do for number 56 in the improv comedy <laughs> charts. We don't want to miss an opportunity to work with a rising star. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Mr. Spootify, for noticing. I'll have to take it to my partner, Chrissy. Mm-hmm. And I come back to you and I say, Chrissy, uh, Mr. Spootify said $500 million advance yeah. is what we're going to get. Would we go in on a plane together or would we rather just have a membership where we could just call up mm, whenever we want? Now, here's the advantages to having your own plane. Right. If you have your own plane, you usually have your own staff. That's right? right. And that's the reason why you rent it out, too, is because you got to mm-hmm. hire the pilot and, you know, all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So let's say that, you know, we needed to get a staff of uh, three or four pilots that are on call 24 hours a day so that, you know, at our beck and call, we can go back and forth to wherever we need to go. Now that we're broadcasting out of the Cayman Islands and, you know, we've got... Right. Yeah. We do need to get to our office down our, there. We do. That's the only place we'll record now. It's <laughs> the safest place to record now that we're so popular. Would we want it... Would you spend money on a on a plane if you could? Sure. Sure. Yeah. You Let's would. do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that and a chef. And a chef. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And a driver, of what course. What are the top five things that we need once we get Joe Rogan's contract? We do. I think we do need some kind of private plane access. Well, we we're going to go on tour. Oh yeah, that's across true. the country. That's so true. we definitely need the plane. I, all access. seven people in Oklahoma are clamoring for the commercial break <laughs> right. to come play those big theaters. Uh, Would we paint it? Would we wrap it? Yeah, of course. We'd have a TCB, TCB. logo. Yeah, I. We'd have like Best big Chrissy and Brian. Yeah, <laughs> Best to you. The the, the BTU plane. <laughs> I could see like our heads, like our like, <laughs> like it's an old like junky plane <laughs> from like the seventies, yeah. and we hire one of those drug running yes. planes. <laughs> and we hire the world's worst rapper, like, and I don't mean rapper, like rapper. I mean the guy that wraps the plane to wrap it. And, <laughs> and my balls are in. It's like a picture of my crotch. <laughs> one of your tits is huge, and then our faces are all distorted, like ah. <laughs> 
It sounds perfect. <laughs> it just spews out slack smoke. smoke as it goes along. <laughs> it doesn't have chairs inside. We have two lawn chairs that we bring on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's completely empty that's, on the inside. That's right. When, when we want champagne, we get Kendall Jackson wine and tonic water Shake in it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but the best for you, Mr. Green. <laughs> I'm sorry your American Express has been declined again. We do have this plane to offer you, however. <laughs> Oh, that looks good. Yeah. Uh, you don't, We don't have any chairs. You'll have to bring your own. It's okay, Jeeves. I brought these lawn chairs with me. Or like the stadium seats. <laughs> the stadium seats where you put them down? Yeah. We're carrying them around with us. Like a two-pack. So we got to like carry them off together. Those are branded TCB as well. Yeah, those are branded. Of course, we're gonna we'll just get one of those stickers that we have too many of and just throw them on there. What if, what if we just wrapped our sticker? What if we just wrapped our plane with all the stickers, stickers. that we've bought? I love it. Our pilot is, is like Papa Joe. <laughs> He's blind in one eye. He's ninety three. Do you have a pilot license, sir? I wouldn't be surprised uh, I, if that man did. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> but I did spend the night at a Holiday Inn last night. Uh, we'd be like, we'd be at the airport and they'd be like, calling for volunteers, calling for volunteers to fly the commercial Blake plane. No experience required. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, you know, we're... A wish and a dream. Yeah, that's right. Everybody has and wishes. Like I said, goal, hashtag goals. Hashtag life goals. Uh, <laughs> hashtag Rogan goals. Chrissy sent me one of probably one of the most amazing things that I've <laughs> been able to lay my eyes on. This is, this is the part that I'm really excited about today's episode. And I know you're going to be too. Chrissy sent me probably one of the... <laughs> One of the craziest pieces of video I've ever seen of another person that I know. Yes. It's that time in the commercial break for a commercial break. As you may have realized by now, we're publishing three brand new episodes every single week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and we'd love to hear your opinion on that. Please connect with us by email at tcbpodcast.com. And while you're there, you can listen to any of the audio, watch all of the video, and get your free TCB collectible sticker. If you'd like to text message us or send us a voicemail, 661-237-8296. That's 661, the word best, the number two, Y-O-Yo. At the commercial break, if you want to follow us on Instagram and YouTube.com slash the commercial break, where you can find content you cannot get anywhere else. It's called TCB in the studio, and it happens every couple of days. And while you're there, check out the clips we release every single day of the week. Chrissy and I are beyond grateful for all of the support, love, and attention you've given to this show over the last couple of years. If you'd like to support the show additionally, we'd love it if you would rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Our sponsors allow us to keep this content coming free and frequently to you. So please do us a favor and use the specialized URLs and codes they give you for free shit and discounts anytime you're in the market for their products and services. And finally, if you have any show ideas, content you'd like us to review, or interesting stories you'd like to share with us on air, please do so by connecting with us at the places I just mentioned. 
Now, a word from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored in part by Claritin. Do you hear that? Do you hear that absolutely irritating voice that I have right now and all the sinus congestion? Twice a year, we call that the Atlanta flu. That's because those of us who suffer from seasonal allergies can really find it quite miserable during the spring and during the fall. The nasal congestion that can cause pounding headaches, the irritating throat drainage, the coughing. Sometimes I can't taste my food and it can really make some of my days unbearable. Luckily, for those of us who do live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D, quite frankly, changed the allergy game for me. I've been taking it for a number of years, and it's got fast symptom relief that starts working on my allergies and nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. The double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those symptoms are familiar to any seasonal allergy sufferer, and I just love this product. It's actually kind of serendipitous that I am suffering from allergies today. Just took my Claritin D, and I quite frankly look forward to the relief, and so I don't sound like a duck. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at your pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Please use as directed, and we want to thank Claritin for being a sponsor of the commercial break and a reliever of Brian's allergies. Symptoms. Thanks, Clariton. You want to you want to tell the story? You want to tell the story sure. how you got here? Yeah, okay, sure. So years ago, and I'm not going to mention any names. Yeah, no, no, don't name. Let's make names up a name. Of places. Let's let's call her Liz. Liz. Okay, so years ago, Liz and I had a marketing agency. It was actually hers, and she brought me on. And I realized quickly after coming on to work with her that things could take a side turn sometimes. You know. <laughs> We might go to see a client and then we're out on the patio doing shots later and it turns into a 2 a.m. party on a Monday. So, but she was, she was a good friend, but a really good saleswoman. And she had, you know, in the Atlanta area had amassed a, a good little collection of clients. And uh, <laughs> one of those clients was a hotel in hotel, the area yeah. Yeah. that happened to... You know, it was a kind of like an okay hotel. Let's be honest rundown. about it. It, it, was a, it was a rat shack. <laughs> it was a rat shack. That's yeah, it was a little rundown. Yeah. It was near one of the colleges here. And uh, yeah, we did a little bit of marketing for them as in like, you know, Google AdWords and collecting phone numbers and recording calls. <laughs> <laughs> or were you is the question. So. We learn, I guess, oh my God. you know, it, it, a little while after we've been working with them, we learned that they're going to be on the show and maybe it, our listeners have heard of it. Hotel Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a guy. It's he a, goes around. It's on the Travel Channel, right? Bald yeah. Bald guy. Yeah. I can't remember yeah, his name. short bald What's guy. His name? I don't know. He's got a ton of energy, though. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a famous hotelier. He is the, uh, he's the Gordon Ramsay of hotels is basically what he yes, is. Yes. Yeah. Like, and he goes and transforms these hotels that are underperforming and maybe not doing so well. And there's a show about it and they go to different cities and towns and things and that they were here in Atlanta at okay. our client's hotel. Anthony Melarochi or something okay. like that. Okay. <clears throat> Anthony definitely was Anthony. his name because yeah, we, yeah, <laughs> we love you. Anthony. So my friend Liz and I prepare for this. You know, they wanted to have the marketing team come, be a part of the show, kind of show what we're doing. And we Interesting. Think we're doing a good job. We're, we're thinking we're doing a good job. Okay, so let me let me slow down. I'm gonna yes. I want to get through this uh, piece by piece because in chronological order. Okay. okay. So you and Liz, you guys, she owns a marketing company. You're mm -hmm. helping her out. You're yeah. doing some side work for for yes. Liz. Liz is doing like um, 
basically outbound marketing to try and get reservations and clients into Correct. this hotel. This hotel is a total shit show. I watched mm-hmm. the entire episode of this hotel impossible. This is years ago. This the we're talking people like were super nice. Oh yeah, they're very nice. And it wasn't yeah. our fault. It was run down. Of course, we no. were just trying to help them get more business so they could have money to not make it yeah. run down. Your job is not to renovate the hotel. No. Your job is to bring people in the door. But the place yeah. is really it's really a, a stank yeah. hole. At that time, it was a stank <laughs> hole. I mean, it was. I mean, they had an infestation of rats in the ceiling. I didn't of know these that. Rooms. Yeah, yeah, it was gross. Okay. Yeah. So, but but they do seem like nice people, uh-huh. and I and I think things have changed. Just to, to be fair to them, <laughs> after this guy Anthony shows up, so the whole premise of uh, Hotel Impossible is like an Anthony is like a Gordon Ramsay show. He goes in there, he points out everything that's wrong. He's the expert, and he's going to change everything by whipping the you know by it's like a hotel whip and, rescue. You know, yeah, there's yeah, yeah, bar yeah. rescue with Tapper. Okay, so how do you? So how long has the has, has this client been Liz's client? Okay, I would say for about a year, maybe two. Okay, and you were hired not by the owners, but by the marketing director, who was also the manager, who was also the yes. like night shift. <laughs> yes, she was doing everything. Yes. She was like clueless. Right, okay, she was. or she was trying, but she was, yeah. she had a lot. Of, okay, she was clueless. Let's just be honest about it. That poor girl, she was clueless. Love you, whoever you are. I'm yeah. sure she's not there anymore. Um, okay, so. At some point, you get a phone call from this lady or from the producers of the show. Liz does. No, uh, from the client. Okay, from the client. And yes, the client says, we the have hotel. this. We've decided to participate in Hotel Impossible. Oh. And we, they, want they the producers, want you to come on, too. Oh, and, I bet they and do. And come on and, that and is, tell you are chum what, in the water. You've been, <laughs> <laughs> what you've been doing with, with, to help them. Okay. So we are like, okay. We're, our job How much is notice that task. do they give you? It was maybe like a week. Okay, a week. Yeah. And in, are you on this account? Is that why she wants you to come or she wants you to come for backup? She wants me to come for backup <laughs> for moral support. Like oh, we both kind of handled it. Yeah, I would yeah, yeah. do some okay. parts of it. She would do the other. So anyways, we run all these reports. We're like, we're doing great. We, I mean, a stack, stack of printed reports. We're ready. We're dressed to success. We go get our hair done that day. The <laughs> You're day dressed of the to take- success with 24 <laughs> Michelob Ultras in you. <laughs> Well, that happened later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. But let me let me ask. Let me ask. So okay. do you – so does she tell you – does she prepare you in any way for this television show or does she just say literally you're going to show up in this meeting and be on camera? Yeah, that's okay. what it was. And when, my recollection, which okay. is fuzzy because we did have some pickles. <laughs> oh, my God. I know you. <laughs> yeah. So I know the smile on your face mm-hmm. is half because you're photogenic and you want to make a good impression on the camera. <laughs> And uh, maybe we'll put a link to this. I can, I do not want to show the video because it, I I fear that we'll get yeah. copyright noticed and then it's just then we've just wasted our time for YouTube. But I know from the video, yes, of knowing both of you ladies, <laughs> you much more than I know Liz. Right. But I know from the video, I can tell from the moment you walk in the door, you two are shit. Well, face. we got really nervous. <laughs> yeah, of course I would too. <laughs> and we were supposed to be there at a certain time. But they're running late. Ah, so, so you had to kill some time. We had to kill some time. Making and, you more nervous. Right, right. Giving you more opportunity <laughs> to, drink. to drink more shots. Yes. <laughs> and smoke so, more cigarettes. Yeah. That's where we come in then. Oh, and the other thing was that when we went into the to the hotel to, to check in and yeah, say yeah. hello, they're having wine. It's like wine hour at the hotel. Okay. So we have a little bit of wine. We have a little bit of beer. We're doing <laughs> oh my this, God. that, the other. What, did you meet yeah. with any of the producers ahead of I time? I think I was sweating a little bit. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah. This would have made me nervous. Did you meet with any no. of the producers ahead of time? No. no. Literally just walk into this room. Cold with Anthony. That's it. 
the do- the cameras are going to be on. You walk in. <laughs> yes. So they prep you in no way, shape, or form. They are ready <laughs> they to jump on you. They are ready yeah. to pound. This guy, Anthony, you probably, yeah. in case you haven't seen the show, and I, I've seen it once or twice, I think I've right. seen it before I watched the episode <laughs> last night. This guy's like four foot two. He's got a bald head. He dresses super slick. He's not mm-hmm. as mean as Gordon Ramsay, but he's sharp, and he's ready yeah. to tell you what he thinks because personalities that don't do that on television don't have successful television shows. Exactly. Right? Of course you you're going to yell, get yelled at. Yeah, yeah, of course. And you two are the stool pigeons. Because yes, we the are. way that it is set up is Anthony's <laughs> talking to this lady who's doing everything under the sun in the hotel, including changing the dirty laundry. Yes. Right? I mean, then this lady looks like she had been hit by a bus and then was a deer in the headlights. Like yeah. both of those things at the same time. She literally looks like information passes from one ear to the other without ever touching well, anything. That was how, I think it was the camera. You know, I mean, yeah. I think she was freaking freaked out. I too. bet she was. She looked it. She looked it because he kept asking her questions. She'd be like, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, she, yeah, so she gave she one word answer. Okay. So he says, you know, how are you booking the hotel? Right. How are you, you know, are you doing any marketing? Yeah, she lost the biggest client, which was Emory University. She lost the biggest client or they lost the biggest client right. because of the service and the staff and the hotel's general mm-hmm. condition. He yep. says, how are you trying to get it back? And she says, well, we hired this marketing company. <laughs> and he says, who's this marketing company? And she says the name of the marketing company. And he's like, and how much are you paying them? And she says, just remember, this, this is important, $2,500 a month. And he's like, holy shit, $30,000 a year. What are they doing? And she's like, uh, search engine optimization and, and stuff. And he's like, and stuff? What is and stuff? And she's oh, like, yeah, like they does. do AdWords, and they also have a website, and they do lots of good yeah. stuff for us. And he goes, how many, for that $2,500 a month, how much extra revenue are you getting? And she's like, I don't know. And he says, do they give you a report? And she goes, I don't think so, not yet. <laughs> We came loaded with a report. Well, you Which, sure by did. the way, by the yeah. way, these clients could log on anytime, and our defense could log on anytime to a specific website that did have all the leads coming in mm-hmm. and would record the calls, and you could see. But that was the marketing director's job was to see if those turned into bookings. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So. I'd like to now <laughs> present to you. <laughs> I got to be honest. I put myself out there on this one. I know. Well, hey, it's not as bad as 33P. Just know that. Um, Okay. Here it is. I'd like to present to you the audio of Travel Channel's Hotel Impossible starring Chrissy Hoadley and her friend Liz. (laughs) It's not a real name in case you guessed. Now it's time to meet the company that's marketing this hotel. (laughs) Okay. What the fuck is going on already? Is it like a shootout at the OK Corral? Now it's time to meet the two drunk girls who are handling all the reservations for this. We've been getting them all wound up at the wine and cheese party. Yeah. That's they wanted that. They did. Yeah, they knew it. They were like, oh, these they someone smelled it on Liz's breath and was like, get them into the bar immediately. This is gonna be the best hotel possible yet. <laughs> Don't say a fucking word. Give them a tab. Did they give you a tab at the bar? No. Did no. Uh-uh. You had to pay for it? No, it was free. Of course yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was That's what they, probably only for you. They were probably like, for whatever they want for free. <laughs> Keep it coming. Double up. Yeah. Shirley tells me the inn paid them $30,000 last year. So I want to see if they're getting their money's worth. Nice to meet you. Have a seat. So how's my friend Shirley doing? Shirley, we love Shirley. Depends. <laughs> I said we love Shirley. How's Shirley doing? Oh, yeah, that was what? What? Huh? What? <laughs> oh, oh my, my 
my god, we were so nervous. You guys are already obfuscating. You're like, ah, oh, there's yeah. a camera. There's cameras in your face. Lights. There's the guy that Kinda we like know this. is going to yell yeah. at us. We were trying to be prepared and also calm our nerves. Uh, this oh, surely. <laughs> oh, we love her. She's got nice glasses. <laughs> we love her. <laughs> Oh, I love you, man. I love you. This is awesome. This is just awesome. We're going to be playing this forever. Let me ask. I'm asking you. Um, I think they're still in business. <laughs> How do you think they're doing? How do you think they're doing? She says, Liz says, well, I think they're still in business. She looks like she's breathing. <laughs> I guess shit's okay. Can we go now? Is the wine still free? <laughs> Liz has got Liz has got such liquid courage going on right now. She does. Yeah, she is ready to fight. She doesn't give a shit. She's like, well, it's only twenty five hundred dollars. What do I care? Right. If I were you, I would have never shown up for this meeting. I would have said, I'm sorry, Shirley. We can't deal with you anymore. I'm not we thought it up. might be good publicity yeah. for the agency, but it was the opposite. Of course, this is the worst publicity you could have. Don't hire those two. <laughs> they look good, but uh, they're well, ready to. Uh. It, it didn't help too that Liz drives a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my uh, god, yeah. this is already this is already classic. Why are you here? Because they're in trouble. Jessica seems kind Why are you here? Who's asking the questions? Liz. Why are you here? Why are you here? <laughs> I'm doing a TV show. What are you doing? I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> but I'm ready to fight. <laughs> why are you here? They want to know how you're doing. That's why you're here. You've had a week to think this one through. You feeling it? So what are we doing to book more business? We're trying to work organically. That's what I'm starting with. That's where I've been working with them. What does that mean? It means that. I mean, not to be smart, but because I've been in the industry for 10 years, I can run AdWords. I can run SEO. I can do social platforms. Anything that you need. I can lift a truck. <laughs> I can put my pants on with one hand. <laughs> I can read with my I can read with my eyes closed. What else you want to know, you jackass? Keep it coming. She's so pissed. She's already. She's just egging for a fight. I've been in the business ten years. I've been in the business. Which business is that? Hotelier? No, organic. What is organic? I don't know. I can walk a straight line. I can say my ABCs. I've been known to breathe on occasion. Come on, bring it on. Give me more. She's ready. Oh, yeah, she's totally ready. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm watching the two of them interact, and I was like, whoop, we're in trouble. I know. Yeah, I can see the look on your face. You got this smile plaster on your face. Like, get me out of here. But wait, don't worry. Hody's moment to shine is coming. (laughs) Not agreed. Hold on, we'll get there. Need to do to bring lead gen, but then we're going to put tracking on top of any of that lead gen. To the untrained ear, aka Shirley, this big list of buzzwords <laughs> might. <laughs> to a dipshit, <laughs> aka Shirley. <laughs> Where do I sign? But to me, I understand. She's full of shit. <laughs> Liz is like. I can put tracking on top of it. I can do a double X. I got a sandbox with CSS code and FFS script. HTTPS www.gofuckyourself.com. She said nothing. Oh, no, I know. I mean, but listen, she's nervous and I get it. I'm not trying to knock Liz. I understand that Liz Liz is nervous. 
you know, whenever you work in these services <laughs> business, these marketing <laughs> yes. services business, you're way expendable. You're uh, if you're a marketing consultant or an agency or whatever, yeah. there's always client fatigue, which mm. means they get over you real quick when they realize you didn't solve every problem <laughs> right. they ever had with generating <laughs> revenue. Yes. Right. But this guy is right. Liz is just like <laughs> shooting words at him. Yeah. And he's looking like this. And surely, meanwhile, it's just <laughs> she's just got her head cocked with a smile. She's like, well, <laughs> I guess I should have been paying more attention. <laughs> That's totally what she's <laughs> But saying. I was too busy vacuuming room 123 after the murder last night. <laughs> I was too busy feeding the rats. Oh, my God. It sound great. But to me, it's just a smoke screen that needs to be cut through. He's right. Cut through. <laughs> Unfortunately, that smoke screen is drowning in vodka. <laughs> Tell me what you guys do. Here's what we do right here. Call tracking. Okay. Reputation management. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Reputation management. You see how great? Look how great these guys are doing. <laughs> Reputation management. Okay. Another $500 you're never going to see. <laughs> I also have been in this business for 10 years. Yes. <laughs> SEO, $2,000 for me to submit your website to a directory. You're going to be flush with reservations. <laughs> You've never seen so much business. The World Wide Web, get hip with it. <laughs> We're going to put your name all over Reddit. You're going to be famous. <laughs> Yes. Reputation a, management. This right. hotel is great. Five stars. Right. <laughs> on Yahoo.com. Oh my god. Oh man, this guy, he's on to you guys. He's oh, like, yeah. uh I've seen <laughs> I also have been in this business. Uh. Management. Creative design for the letterhead for their email marketing. We do all the copy, interactive linking, social platform stuff. And make sure that it's generating revenue to the business. Sounds great. Yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> like a good they're, plan. Yeah, Where do great. I sign? Yes. <laughs> How much? That's ah, a deal. That's a bargain. <laughs> Look at all the stuff we're doing. I'm going to fill all the rooms. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> Surely. Shirley is I gotta imagine that any other meeting that happened with Shirley without the cameras went yeah. something like this Liz was like look at this list of, you, this is what I do and she throws down a piece of paper and it's got a bunch of phone calls and Shirley's like oh uh, well I guess we're doing great it's not really reflected in the revenue but maybe it's gonna come <laughs> right and yes. then you guys were like we love you Shirley you're the best. you wanna go for a glass of wine Shirley that's right great yeah <laughs> We're thinking about upping your budget to three thousand dollars a month because we think at twenty five hundred we're doing this much, but three thousand you're gonna kill it, Shirley. <laughs> oh, the rich Carlton's got nothing on you, Shirley. <laughs> at three thousand, you're gonna be in travel and leisure's top ten hotels in the world inside the city oh, yeah. of Atlanta near Emory on, on Emory block. Street. Yes. <laughs> Oh. Do you have any reports of what the 30000 they paid you over the last 12 months generated to their hotel? We do. Uh, oh, we had the reports. Boom. Uh, did you have that? I know. She slapped a big piece of paper down. What was it? It was like a book. I know. It that was, was all the calls. That was all the calls. But now, those calls were generated from your work or those calls you were just tracking the call system altogether? Tracking. Okay, just tracking. Yeah. <laughs> we were also 
doing some yeah, organic no, stuff. Yeah, I get it. And $2,500 <laughs> is not going to get you miracles it's in that, that world. It's really not. I mean, that's like, you know, yeah. maybe get a couple extra phone calls a month. Yeah. And that, for, and that would make fiscal sense if you were booking out the hotel at $500 a night. Right. But, you know, <laughs> we're going to track all your calls, Shirley. We're going to take credit for them. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> we're going to track your calls. <laughs> Look how many calls you got last month, Shirley. <laughs> And she's like, wow, that's my husband. Right. That's my son. <laughs> that's uh, that's Uber Eats. <laughs> okay, can I just look at it real quick? Sure. So this is basically every single phone call that's come in over the past month. I asked her how much business she brought in, and she gives me a list of phone calls. Why can't she just give me an answer? Because she doesn't have a great one. How much business did you bring? This many. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You write down a number and I'll write down a number. We'll slide it across to each other and we'll see if we're close. Yes. That's proprietary company information, oh, yeah. Anthony. I can't give that away here on national television. No. But I'd be happy to have a follow-up conversation with you. Never. <laughs> Surely we'll fired. reschedule. Yeah. Can we reschedule this meeting now? Can we reschedule it for a different day? And the wine and cheese party, is that still going on? <laughs> Listen, I'd love to sit here and gab all day with you, but I got a wine and cheese party to attend downstairs. Here's the report. <laughs> here's um, the report. Yeah, here's all the phone calls someone made. <laughs> you look them over. Yeah. <laughs> Did they turn into business? Ah! That was an extra cost to see with our. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's a racket. <laughs> You wanted us to listen to the calls too. Listen to the calls. Yeah, Who? to know if we turned into business. Oh, because that's what the marketing person of the client was supposed to be doing. But they don't. They just don't. Of course they don't. <laughs> we'll listen to your calls for an extra thousand dollars a month. <laughs> and by listen, I mean tape record and put on a server somewhere exactly. <laughs> for you to review in case Anthony shows up to your hotel. <laughs> it's $2,500, which is a lot of money. I mean, that's what I paid in New York City for my hotels. I want, I demand reservations. $2,500 comes out of their bank account. It goes to you. I'm not completely satisfied that money's been justified. For $2,500, what would you... You tell me. I don't know. I'm asking. I you. need to know. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> I need to know what you think. I need to know additional information. <laughs> <laughs> don't try and get one over on me. <laughs> oh, Anthony's on to her. And oh, she's yeah. just like, she's, but oh, she yeah. stands. She does. She yeah. stands. And I'm not forward. saying, let me be, be clear. I'm not saying Liz did not do any work for the $2,500. No. I'm saying that this is a tough space to try it and is. justify yourself. And for $2,500, you're not, that's not really doing anybody a whole lot of good. Yeah. It's going to do some good, but it's not going to do a, a hotel that's in this much trouble is not going to get turned around <laughs> right. by $2,500 a month. Right. You, need, okay, you need to hire Anthony full time. Yes. What you what, think is a fair number. Here's what I think is fair. Rooms at the end are about $100 per night. So in order to justify their salary, they need to book at least 25 additional rooms per month. I've read the Star Report for rates and occupancy. There's not even, I don't care what the Star Report says. I don't care what the Star Report says. <laughs> what about our report? I don't, yeah, what about our report? These are all the calls somebody made somewhere. <laughs> this is the white pages. Take a look at it. Somebody called us. We know it. We figured it out. I put a check mark next to all the calls. For an extra $2,000 a month, we'll put a check mark in the white pages. <laughs> 
I don't care what the Star Report says. Oh, no, she doesn't care. She's uh, digging in. Obviously, she does not. Well, I mean, you know. She this, cares, but yeah. She cares, but yeah. The, but then again, I don't. I, I work in commercial real estate. I don't see how the Star Report was going to help <laughs> anybody do anything. It's a, yeah, yeah okay, anyway. What your Star Report shows, overall, all sources of reservations. It's like you're comparing apples to refrigerators. Well, uh, well, She's saying all forces of reservations. Is she trying to use the force on him? At this point, I was like, I know you look so. Oh my god! Oh my god! Did you say anything during this time, or did you just let her roll? Because obviously, this is she rolled. Yeah, Yeah. she rolled herself right down the hill. She rolled herself and probably the be- into the best confrontation this television show has ever seen. Yes. She's like, the Star Report shows all forces, apples and refrigerators. <laughs> Do you mind if I smoke a cigarette? <laughs> is this a smoking room? Is it hot? Is it hot in here or is it just me? <laughs> I hate to keep bringing it up, but is the wine and cheese party still going on? <laughs> well, it's occupancy. Doesn't matter. Occupancy is the hotel's business. And she tells <laughs> It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't what matter. else are you doing? <laughs> I'm not with you on that one, Liz. I love you, yeah. but I'm not with you on that one. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I think it might. <laughs> I, uh... It doesn't matter. I'm just trying to understand, don't get defensive, because you can be doing an extraordinary job, and you could have I'm increased sorry. their what? reservations by a thousand percent. This I don't the setup. Okay. <laughs> this is a setup. And the music. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> this is a setup from the beginning. You stab me in the back, Shirley. <laughs> Call me when you've got some maturity. <laughs> this is a setup. Setup. This is a setup. <laughs> setup. I'm doing a shitty job. You called me out on it. It's a setup. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It's a setup for what? Oh, I, I actually, I think, I think, you're, I think Liz is doing a good job of deflecting the worst of this. Oh, yeah. He's so confused now. <laughs> exactly. He's talked to everybody in circles, and he's trying to calm down. He's like, "Don't get defensive." No, Hold he, on, he can yeah. see. Yeah, he, he, had, a wife, he had a wife up. like this once. Yeah, he was like, "Well, let me go into my wife toolkit and see what I can pull out." <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, there is no setup. I am asking honest questions. If you answer honestly, no problem. You think I'm... It wasn't, it wasn't measure last year. And why? <laughs> it wasn't measure last year. There it is. There you got it. You got the whole story right there. Well, it's additional for the track. For us to measure it, we only told her we'd give her a list of phone calls somebody made. That's it. That's all we're supposed to do. We got it. My point was never measured. Boom, Boom. there it is. (laughs) Yeah, explosion. (laughs) Anthony's head's about to pop off his shoulders. He's like, oh, Jesus Christ, what did I get myself into? How are we going to edit this? (laughs) These producers are probably like, this is good, but we're going to have extra hours in the editing room tonight. I'm in Atlanta at the University Inn, meeting with a marketing company called Savelle. Yeah, this hotel has given them $30,000, and they're giving us attitude. I'm not going to compare a number you're not comfortable with. Absolutely uncomfortable. Okay. It's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair to ask me to justify my $2,500 I'm spent. uncomfortable. That's I'm not uncomfortable. fair. <laughs> <laughs> I've got sweat rings. You see that? That means I'm uncomfortable. That means you got to go. <laughs> not here to make you look bad or to make your company look bad. What I'm here to do is to help this young lady. 
I think that we need to be able to justify the $2,500 every month. So I would like a report to show me where we stand. Okay? Agreed. Not agreed. <laughs> I thought that was a fair thing. Uh, we're going to need to work on some accountability here for $25 a month. Wait, Do you agree? Did you? I said yes. Oh, I, thought, I agree. I thought and you said not agree. she pipes in and goes, I, no, I do not agree. What is our I said, problem? I, I said, I agree. That sounds fair. Can I get out of here now, please? Agreed. And not I, agreed. Said, not agreed. Objection, Your Honor. <laughs> I don't want to have to prove uh, I'm doing work. I was like, yes, let's agree. Get out of here. Oh, my God. She is trying so desperately to come off like the winner in this situation. She wants to. I, I bet in her, because we've all been there. Yeah. When you get that liquid courage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You think things are going a lot better than they actually are. Right. It's like you're talking to an officer when you're drunk. <laughs> and you're like, I got this. <laughs> no, officer, I know my rights. <laughs> I just saw you murder somebody. That doesn't mean you can arrest me. So? <laughs> Talk to my attorney. Yeah. Do you know who you're messing with? It's like apples to refrigerators. Yeah, it's apples to refrigerators. <laughs> it's a common saying here in north of Atlanta. Don't put that in there. Not agreed. We what? don't agree with that, but cool. Okay, well, <laughs> but cool. Not agreed, but okay, I guess. I just wanted to fight she, with you one she last time. She looks at the camera and says, "Don't put that in there." <laughs> oh, she said, "Don't put that in there." <laughs> Edit that out. Don't put that in there. Not agreed. Not agreed. Cut. I, I was like, "Oh my god!" Can we do that scene again? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Liz, I love you. You're a champion. Understood, but not agree. There's a difference. No, there's not. <laughs> Understood, but not agreed. But I, but I think so, but I, but I don't think so. I just want you to know that. I think so, but not really. Not agreed. Not agreed. Did I, how did that, <laughs> you want to do another take? <laughs> Not enough Holy crap. Listen, these producers oh. could not have asked for a better interaction. I mean, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> okay, two more minutes. Okay, this meeting has gone off the rails. Oh, would, that's an understatement, bro. That's an understatement. It, 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 it wasn't agreed. Understood, but not agreed. So, I'm, I'm like, just Liz. Like ah, and then I start going ah. <laughs> You're like ah. <laughs> You're stuck in some loop. <laughs> You're like I just want to leave. I was stuck in a nightmare taping scenario. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. I can't even imagine being in this meeting. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> I probably would have been like, hey, 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 Liz. <laughs> You need to leave. I would have told her to leave. I would have been like, you're just looking for trouble here. I would have said it exactly like it is. But what don't you agree with? I just don't agree. I mean. Okay, so let me. So agree. let me. Make- I just don't agree. What else do you want? Just don't. Are we still fighting? What do you not agree yeah. with? Do I, I have, just don't. Do you want to have makeup sex? <laughs> Are you single? I just don't. I just don't want to agree. I bet Liz is a handful to date. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know it. <laughs> She's a handful of friends. That's true. Yeah. That's true. A couple times I've been with her. Yeah. I've been on the right side of her, but I wouldn't want to be on the wrong That's side. Right. Because this is what you get. Yeah. I just don't. Exactly. What don't you agree with? I just, just don't. don't. I just don't. And I'm not going to. You're in trouble for the rest of your life. Make a neutral statement then. I am hired by the owner of this company to represent them as a consultant. 
I have to justify $30,000 expense, so I would like a report card that I can read. Cool. Better say. Okay. What do you get when a plane crash meets a train wreck? <laughs> you get Liz <laughs> and her marketing company. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, this is where we're wrapping up the meeting, yeah. I believe, if my memory serves yeah, you're, correct. Yes, and then correct. it, it the camera cuts to us leaving. Pulling out in a white BMW. Okay. Shirley, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's asked, that's a holy oh, she's like, Shirley, Shirley thank, thank you. you. I know we're fine, but thank you. It was good to talk to you. Good to see you. Yeah. I know we're getting a cease and desist letter after this, but I'm sure your lawyers are going to be in touch. <laughs> Surely, I'm sure our lawyer. I'm sure your lawyers are going to call us. Thank you. When you spend that kind of money on a company, you deserve real answers. The behavior that I saw in that meeting was unacceptable. If they can't justify thirty thousand dollars. The owners of this property should drop their contract. Okay, now, now they're pulling out. Here she's yelling. Hold on. She's yelling. She says, don't worry, we're not pulling out because we're we're not not peeling peeling out out. because we love Anthony. (laughs) (laughs) And she peels out. Cigarette in hand. (laughs) This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Guys, I'm going to link this. You have got to go watch this. This is classic Chrissy Hoadley. But Chrissy really has nothing to do with this, actually. She's almost completely out of the picture, except for being in the picture. She's like in the picture, but she's saying nothing. Oh, Chrissy, when I watched this, I was, I actually, the, fir- the first, it's about five minutes long. The first three minutes, I couldn't get my headphones to work, so I was reading the captions. <clears throat> and even just reading the yeah, captions, oh, I bet those were hilarious. you knew what a nightmare this yeah, was already. Was when bad. he says plane, plane crash, train wreck, he's right. Yeah. That's a yeah. hell of a meeting you guys <laughs> Yeah, we, we were peeling out of there. And I was I like, think, I gotta go home. Yeah. <laughs> I think she got drunk and ready for a fight. Yeah. And she caused one. Uh-huh. Right? You probably just could have had a very contrite meeting where you would have been like, well, listen, they're not doing all that well. Yeah. And she hasn't been tracking the phone. You know, it's kind of our fault. It's kind of her fault. You know, what can we do better? <laughs> yes, right. Yes. Instead. That's where I agreed. Yeah. And then she cut in and said, not agree. <laughs> That's going to be a drop in this program for the rest of her life. <laughs> do you still talk to Liz? I do, do? on occasion. She's moved out of the area. Thank God. (laughs) After that. You might want to tell her not to listen to this episode. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Only on TCB. Yeah. Only on TCB. You make uh, Hotel Impossible a great deal of fun. All right. TCBpodcast.com is where you go. You find out more about Chrissy and I. Listen to all the audio. Watch all the video. Also, our show notes with all of our promotional codes from our sponsors are there. Listen, they're giving you free shit. So if you're in the market for one of their products and services, please do use those promotional codes. It tells our sponsors that we're doing our job for them so we can continue to do our job for you, which is to give you free, fantastic, highly entertaining content. And make fun of ourselves as well as everyone else. I think some of the best (laughs) episodes that we have done have been making fun of ourselves. Yes. 33 penis. I mean, listen, (laughs) half the episodes are us just making fun of ourselves. So uh, thank you very much for listening at The Commercial Break. YouTube.com slash The Commercial Break slash The Commercial Break. Please go there. Subscribe to the channel. We have content you can't find anywhere else on a segment called In the Studio. We do one every, every couple of days. We do one. Clips every day of the week of all of our shows so we would appreciate it our goal is to get to 5,000 subscribers before the end of the year we've got hundreds of thousands of listeners 
on the podcast. We'd love to get a few of you over watching those clips. If you would, please, and thank you. Remember to rate and review us on your favorite podcast publisher. It just keeps us going sky high Whee! in the charts. Flying across the podcast universe. It's like a star. It's like a star. Trailing stardust. Yeah, tra- stardust getting ready to crash <laughs> into the ocean. Into the plane. <laughs> That's right. We're taking it. <laughs> Seven nine nine or better. WTCB TCB three nine four nine. We'd like permission to land in Dallas, uh, sir. I think you have to leave the plane garage first. <laughs> we don't have an engine. Do you have an engine we can borrow? Okay, so here's what we say. I say I think I think we've done all we can do we, today. I, that, yeah, I, think I think that's, that's enough. Clear. All right, I love you. Not agree. Uh, not agree. <laughs> I understand, though. Yeah, I understand. But there's a difference. I just don't. I just don't agree. <laughs> Why don't you agree? You, I just don't. I just don't. I just don't. Can I go now? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like she's being yelled at by her father. <laughs> oh, my God. I love you. I love you. Best to you. Best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, we always say, we must say, and we do say, Bye. bye.